to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I'm Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is the amazing Rob. Yeah. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably preface that with, I was mid-yawn when you started that. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> I, should, I should wait. <laughs> But it is, we're recording this on a Monday, which is not our normal. We usually record on a Sunday, but life's been busy. Oh no, it's Tuesday. Yeah, oh my Tuesday. gosh, it's not even Monday. It feels like a Monday. Oh, yeah, we're going through like yet another round of rescheduling. Um, I'm going to be honest, usually I'm on here being all chipper and stuff, but like the hormones, the pregnancy hormones... Yeah, you you know, they're bad. Um, we've also we also just want to say like, I think our healthcare workers. I feel like maybe they're also kind of feeling like this down. Oh, I'm feeling. sure they are and absolutely wanna, like, exhausted after everything that's been going on. Yeah, so I want to give them a shout out because like we've been going to the doctor a lot for the appointments and blood tests and. Have to go back for an ultrasound so yeah like it sucks because um my mom the nurse was saying that they're not even allowed to accept like gifts from people like usually people want to like give them stuff to say thank you and they're not even allowed to accept it because of covid when normally they were allowed to before yeah well that yeah. kind of makes sense like everybody's being very cautious mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out to our healthcare workers that are still going, even though everyone's not clapping for them at 7 o'clock every day. Yeah. Can we bring that back somehow, or will people just think we're crazy? (laughs) (laughs) No? I don't know. Okay, maybe we try try. today. Yeah. (laughs) So this is season two, episode 11, and a question that's coming up a lot more these days as couples are looking forward to pandemic restrictions lifting is who's allowed a plus one and who isn't. So if you don't know, right now in BC, and I believe Alberta too, you're only allowed 10 people, uh, and that includes your officiant. And doesn't include any of your vendors here in BC, which it used to at one point, but not anymore. Um, So right now, I feel like it's really cut and dry whether somebody gets a plus one or not. (laughs) So we're good there. Um, But... We have been told that if things go well uh, now, that we will be allowed to have 50 people weddings in the summer. So that begs the question uh, of, do you give people plus ones? For some people, it's a no-brainer because a lot of those people they're inviting are their really good friends and their family. But some of the people who have chosen to either reschedule or cancel um, because they're waiting for a time when there are no restrictions and we're back to having hundred plus people weddings. The question that you're going to be wondering about is who gets a plus one? So we thought we'd break it down. Um, we're going to do by category basically. So the first one, basically I feel like it's a given. Yeah. It seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. Anyone who's married, because like I don't know about you, but I feel like it'd be kind of weird if I was invited to a wedding or you were invited to a wedding, but like the other person wasn't. Yeah. Because we're married. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
and are going to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's one thing not to invite the kid. I get that. <laughs> like I totally understand what, if you're going for a vibe with no kids, that's your prerogative, but like in, at least invite the spouse. Even if you're closer with one person than the other, or if you've never even met the spouse, do it because think about it. Do you want to come attend a wedding without your spouse? And we're not talking about your wedding here, just somebody else's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Because it'd be weird if you were attending your wedding without your soon to be spouse. (laughs) It's a whole nother runaway. Uh, Yeah. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also I think it's a sign of respect too. And yeah, like just invite them. That's a tradition you shouldn't break. I feel like, yeah. uh, the next one might not be so super clear. Anyone who's engaged lives together or is in a long-term serious relationship. Um, we're not talking roommates here. No, we're not talking roommates. We're talking like dating a year or more. Um, or like couples that like live together and before they get married or some people don't get married at all. And that's cool too. So like acknowledging that they're committed is the right thing to do. Um, you can use your judgment of course, for the couples who have been dating over a year, like your 16 year old cousin (laughs) and his girlfriend, (laughs) like you should be able to tell if it's a serious relationship or not. Yeah, or if they seem like they're on the outs, even if they've been together for a long time. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. If they've been together for a I don't know. Yes, it depends on if you want drama at your <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Right? Like, they've been on the outs. Like, what if they don't know that they're on the outs and they're trying to work it out? Ooh. Like, that'd be weird if, like, you sent an invitation and didn't invite the other person. <laughs> like, you'd have a lot of, like tiptoeing and explaining to do yeah yeah so maybe maybe just if it's a serious relationship you invite them yeah yeah we'll stick to that your wedding party i know this isn't a no-brainer for some people but i really feel like you should extend a plus one to everyone in your wedding party it's really courteous especially because like they've been helping you a lot Let's just say that. Another thing too is like if you have a single um, wedding party member too, if they don't want to bring a date, they'll let you know. So it's not a big deal anyways, but it's nice to make the offer just so they know that you're thinking of them. And plus two, they've, they've probably spent a lot on their, a lot of money on like what they're wearing, their lodging, their transportation, maybe other like parties leading up to. So yeah, they'll definitely thank you for it. Um, so this one is, um, basically I call them your VIPs or like the people that you send your save the dates to. Um, if you have a VIP who doesn't know anyone, like say somebody that you were best friends with from when you were a kid or like somebody that you went to college with, like, like lives across country or something. Um, and they don't have a partner, um, maybe, all they know is like you and your partner and, and and your parents. Like if they're like a really outgoing, gregarious person, I'm sure they'll be fine not having a plus one, but extend it anyways. So in this case, yes, it could be a roommate. Yeah. Yes. It's always <laughs> nice to have that person to go to these things with that you can like hang out with if you don't feel super comfortable or whatever. Yeah. So we have told you who needs a plus one and we should actually talk about who doesn't need a plus one. 
as well, because that is also really important. Um, so we touched on this a little bit dating. Um, so guests that are casually dating. Um, so if you have a guest and I have had friends like this, um, <laughs> who seems to have a new partner every few months or hasn't been dating the same person for more than a year, giving them plus one shouldn't be a priority for you. Um, it's thoughtful if you have the budget to do so, but I wouldn't worry about it. And for some reason right now, I'm thinking about that, how I met your mother episode where I guess like one of the guys, like the main characters, like kept bringing random people to all of their like friends events. Oh, and like they had all these photos and they were like flipping through being like, who's that? <laughs> B word because I don't want to swear and get Apple on my case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, just a thing to think about, I guess. (laughs) Okay. This one is tricky. It's coworkers. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this is tricky even without the issue of plus ones. And so I want to back up and say for a second, first of all, um, if you have a lot of coworkers, um, and it's going to bring some drama, like whether you invite some coworkers, not the other coworkers, maybe just don't invite any coworkers. Um, if like you're close to some of your coworkers and you socialize outside the office and like everybody knows it, then I think it's okay to invite them because I don't think there'll be hurt feelings in that case. Um, unless somebody's just a Debbie Downer. <laughs> but they don't get a plus one. Uh, no, actually, I feel like they should get a plus one, especially if they're married or in a serious relationship. Ah, okay. Yeah. But like, say you work with like 20 people and like some people, some of those people are going to be offended that you didn't invite them and you're not really close with any of those 20 people or I wouldn't invite any of them then. Um, and if you, if you have like a smaller team, of course, then like that makes more sense to invite them. But of course, if you're not inviting anyone, just keep your wedding talk to a minimum. Um, and uh, as for your boss, and I have actually had this conversation with my boss at my day job um, about whether you should, I wanted to invite him or not. And he said, don't worry about it. Cause we had limited um, capacity at the venue anyways. Um, but you know, I offered it up. And, you know, he was happy that I did. And it was, I think, like a thoughtful thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we also have your single guests that you're not especially close to and you know will know other guests. For example, <laughs> everybody knows that their parents are going to ask you to invite his cousin so-and-so. And... Maybe you haven't seen them in like 10 years. Um, it's okay not to give them a plus one. I say if she's not married or like if this person's not married or in a serious relationship. Um, and again, like you might not be able to afford extra guests for everyone. So you don't want to cut the people that you really want there, um, or not give somebody a plus one that should get a plus one for random cousin that you've never talked to. (laughs) <laughs> or, or haven't have, ta- or yeah. haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Don't 
definitely just deal with it by a case by case basis. And then you're going to have to figure out where to seat them at the wedding. Um, but now we come to the infamous A and B lists. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Never tell anybody that they're on their, your B list either. That's just, have you been told that before? No, but I have heard people be like, you're on my B list. Like if we can stretch it, you can come. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Well, another thing I want to mention about this too is, um, I had somebody tell me that they full on knew that they were a seat filler. Oh. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's the same thing as a B list, uh, but she told me that her invitation came so much later and really close to the wedding that she was like, oh my gosh, like, I think I'm just a filler. But, but, but why? <laughs> like it, if she was also a coworker of the person getting married. Uh, so okay. I don't know, maybe that's why, but I don't know if that was the case. That was just her impression. Yeah. You know, like so. I, I don't ever see a point to have so-called seat fillers. Like if, if you have, sorry, well, me, if you have room. Yeah. The thing is though, I can kind of understand it because if there's catering deadlines, so I think from like a couple's perspective, maybe they're just like, okay, well I'm paying for it anyways. So might as well have somebody actually there who'll eat it. Like that's like eat the food or whatever. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not the couple in that situation. So I don't know where that came from, but that is like one of the dangers of having an A and B list. Yeah. Um, I know people have mentioned it to me before though, because we are so tight right now on how many people you can invite if we are allowed to have 50 people wedding, um, this summer and basically how it works in theory is that you have your a list, which is your must haves, um, that you couldn't imagine not having at your wedding at all. Um, and they're plus ones. So they get your first round of invitations. Anyone who is not essential and don't mean people you don't like, <laughs> but rather colleagues you want to skip should be added to the B list and their plus ones. So these are people that you would enjoy having at your wedding. Um, but you can't extend an invite to them in the first round. Um, it's, okay to add plus ones to your B list too. If it turns out that you have a budget for somebody's new girlfriend to come along or whatever. Um, so if you, in theory, what you're supposed to be doing is as you start getting RSVPs and it turns out that you, um, have enough regrets. So that's about 10 to 20% of the people that you invited who decline. So if you have a hundred people that you've invited, 10 to 20 of those people would have to say no. Um, then you'll start sending invites to your B list in order of importance. Um, one of the dangers of a B list besides the ones that we just talked about is sending invitations out with a really tight RSVP date to your new additions. So what I suggest to doing is sending out your invitations, um, about three to four months out, if you can. Um, that's for anyone who's in town. Of course, anybody who lives out, outside of the city that you're having your wedding in um, should get the invitations closer to six to eight months out. Um, and then 
you know, instead of just waiting until you have like all of your regrets, I would say as soon as you get a regret, you invite the next person that's on your B list. And that way you might be able to blame it on Canada post and their slow service. (laughs) (laughs) And it might not be obvious that you have a B list just saying. Um, so yeah, if, and also if you are planning on doing an A and B list, make sure you order extra invitations. Um, because otherwise they might not be ready in time and it's, And I know it's going to cost a little bit more moolah up front to get those invitations, but if you're not going like a full custom, beautiful hand calligraphy to root, like then you can probably be okay with getting those invitations. Like I'm talking, like if you're getting the invitations from like minted or Zazzle or something like that, where it's like semi-customizable. Um, and then also too, you save money on shipping. Um, also be really, really realistic about the number of guests and plus ones so that you can avoid your stress later on. Um, <laughs> I know budgets is, it's not what anyone likes to talk about. We've talked about it. We tried to make it exciting in season one. At least I hope we made it exciting in season one, but like your guest list count has a lot to do with your budget because think about it. You're buying everyone dinner at the end of the day. Yeah. Pretty fancy dinner too. Yeah. So like, you know, definitely think about it for sure. Like if you like, cause like not only are you buying them dinner, like if you're going to have favors and chair rentals and you're going to need more cake, like all those things add up. Right. Um, and like, if you choose a number that's larger than what your venue can actually hold, then you're going to be like really, really stressed out. Cause like, what if everyone RSVPs and your venue can't hold it and it's like your dream venue, you know? So definitely think about those kinds of things when you're crunching numbers. Um, if you are worried that like someone's going to try to like cram in like a few more guests onto like their response card, you can include the number of guests literally on their response card. Um, so that it's like really clear to them. And if they still do try to like cram in some more people, you're going to have to call them and politely let them know that your venue doesn't have the capacity, uh, for that many people. I think that's like the nicest way to say it. Blaming it on the venue is always a good way to go. Totally. Um, and then another thing too, is I actually suggest, um, if guests, if like our couples don't want to do the, um, handwritten RSVP mailing back route, um, to one save paper for the environment and two to save on some postage. Um, but it also does look really pretty in an invitation suite. So there is that. But if you are being environmentally or budget conscious, um, I would ask your guests to RSVP online on a wedding website like minted, um, because that way you can actually limit the number of guests already in the pre, um, uploaded list that you've, um, got there. So there's no way they can have more people. Oh, that's, that's smart. It's foolproof. <laughs> well, I guess they, well, yeah. well almost because there are always those questions. And I have seen people like in the dietary and allergy question, like squeeze in, Oh, and I want to bring my, my roommate or somebody. And like the person already only has one, one invite for themselves and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
yeah, just a few thoughts that we have on the guest list because we're really looking forward to those those 50 person plus weddings like we like small weddings too but <laughs> yeah. like I, i'm kind of like feeling a little sad for our couples for like all the ups and downs and um changes that they have to roll with and yeah like kudos to everyone who's doing such a good job of rolling with all that and still being so nice while they're doing it so until next time, uh, we just want to say we hope you've been enjoying our episodes and we want to mention a little shameless plug that we do speak at conferences, even in this time of the pandemic. <laughs> and when you say we, you mean you speak. Yes, I speak at pandemic, <laughs> or not at pandemics, I speak at conferences <laughs> much better than this normally. Um, but it's been virtual so far. And if you think that there is a conference out there that would be a good fit for us or that you'd love to speak, see us speak at about various topics such as um, racism and inclusivity for your wedding day, um, diversity in the wedding industry, as well as how to use social media for your wedding business. So send us a DM, please suggest us to your favorite conference. We'd really appreciate it. In the meantime, thank you for listening. And until next week, stay rad.